The dangers of human-run institutions. Why do governments continually creep on the rights of their citizens? Why are tyrants the standard in history, the rule rather than the exception? Why has every government failed? And the one we're currently in, in America, just one big experiment that can fail at any moment. There are evolutionary reasons for this. You've probably heard the phrase, those that forget history are doomed to repeat it. Why is that the case? Because humans are constant. Human nature is constant. Humans don't change, just times technology change. And that's why humans fall victim to the same things. Thus far, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, is the best defense against tyranny ever created by mankind. The Founding Fathers knew their history. They knew what could happen if you had taxation without representation. They knew a lot of things because they were living it. But the world we live in today has been a slow erosion of rights. People alive today don't know what it was like during the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, living under British rule. Most kids growing up now today don't even know history. Like they might know what the Holocaust was, but that's about it. They don't know what happened in Mao's communist, socialist, Marxist, I guess he was a Marxist, Marxist world, the Great Leap or the Giant Leap, I think it was called, 100 million dead. He wanted to move from primarily peasants to an industrial way of life and millions starved as a result. Same thing happened in uh, Stalin and Lenin's Russia, Soviet Union. Millions upon millions died, some on purpose, some through starvation, because they thought they could do it better. Because the ideas of communism and socialism and even Marxism to an extent might seem good on paper. Equality for all. There should be no rich, should be equal. But then humans end up doling it out. Who keeps those humans in checks? And then who, who keeps those humans that are keeping those humans in check? And on and on, on it goes. And how do you prevent corruption? How do you prevent one person with power acquiring resources for themselves at the expense of another, et cetera? This is why thus far, the best system we've been able to find is a completely free market based on capitalism. What you have in America is not actually a free market capitalistic society. Many would try to tell you it is, but it's not because there's a central bank and there's central planning. Our dollars aren't even backed by gold. It's all completely controlled. This is a call to Americans to fight back, to use your intellect, to stop listening to what the media is telling you or the politicians are telling you. Thoreau wrote Civil Disobedience in 1849. In his response to slavery and the Mexican-American War, two things that he despised, that he thought were disgusting. And he compared government to a machine that never stops, an ever encroaching machine that will continually gobble up rights of its citizens. And he called for civil disobedience for his countrymen to fight back against that machine, to keep that machine at bay as best as possible. That was in 1849. Look what's going on today. People on their devices get news fed to them instantaneously. And then they can comment, share, tweet, whatever, share that idea so that the elite can control the masses with a few press releases in real time. That is some dangerous stuff. And that's the world we're living in now. And that's why the next phase of all this hysteria and propaganda is gonna be getting a chip, getting a vaccine, getting tracked, getting this. We are literally going to live in Orwell's 1984 if we don't push back. If the masses don't push back, if they don't say enough is enough, if they don't understand and know and defend their constitutional rights, they won't have any left to defend. I always used to think that it wasn't a big deal. People would figure it out. I, I never got into politics. I didn't pay attention. I thought it was a waste of time. I just thought, cooler heads will prevail. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then 2020 happened. 
and we literally shut down the economy and have killed countless people that are not going to be documented because there's no there's not a test for that, right? Every 1% uptick in unemployment results in thousands of deaths. This is well understood. We knew this well before shutting our economy down. But the idea was we're going to be overrun. We won't have enough masks and ventilators and whatever. And then here we are trying to go through a phase two where the public are gobbling up again. The second wave. Oh my gosh. The boogie virus is out to get us. It has become so preposterous and absurd that you couldn't make this stuff up. And I think that the elites in the media at this point are just trying to see how far they can take it. It's like one second, wear masks, don't go outside, social distance. Next second, you can protest as long as it's for black lives. Next second, when the protests die down, wave two, get your mask back on. Do not commence reopening. Shut back down. Unbelievable. So this is just like my little PSA. Government is not out to protect you or I. It's out to protect itself. A government is just a bunch of individuals and humans are selfish creatures, right? This is the one thing that I learned in college, egotism. It's either egotism or egoism. I forget what the actual word is, but is this the idea that we all do things for ourselves first. Even Mother Teresa that wants to dedicate her life to the poor is doing it because she wants to do it, because it benefits her in whatever way that does. This is that one idea in college that really stuck with me. And there's nothing wrong with it. This is just human nature. Any animal does its best to protect itself and to protect its chances of having offspring. So it acquires resources and it avoids danger, does things like that. This is life. Life tries to protect itself and then propagate. That's what life does. That's the, the fundamental drive. Humans are life. We are homo sapiens sapiens. We are animals. We are part of the animal kingdom. No matter what anybody tries to tell you otherwise, of course, we're going to do things that benefit us. There's no shame in that. The problem is when you build institutions around that, you build institutions around human nature, like government or corporations or whatever, they don't last. Very few companies can survive over multi-generation. Usually they have a strong monopoly or there's certain checks in place, but most companies cannot survive because the founders eventually move on and the next generation does not have the same ideals and mindset that the founders did. And to actually perpetuate the same ideals and standards and keep the organization running requires like literally raising kids in the organization from the start to take over. And most uh, companies, you know, you see that wealthy individuals with kids, whatever, don't do that. It's just a very hard thing. Institutions built around humans is destined to fail one way or the other, whether it fails because one generation does not have the same values as the last generation, which we see in government all the time. Certain public sentiment doesn't carry over or comes back or whatever. Like it's very hard when generation to generation, ideas change, standards change, principles change. The founding fathers tried to write this in the constitution to have those inalienable human rights so that we would never have to worry about that because we would just stick to our constitutional rights and we'd be fine. But then things like the internet and spying and, and technology happened. And now we have to take those ideas that were written in you know, the 1700s and we have to somehow apply them to modern ideas of privacy and technology and access to information and speed and borders and this and that. It's obviously complex and muddied. If you just put all that aside and you just look at what government is, government is an ever encroaching machine that will continually try to gobble up power. That's what Thoreau wrote about in 1849. That's why Thoreau wanted his countrymen to civilly disobey, to keep the machine at bay. So for you, the average person, if any of this makes any sense to you, what can you do? You can start by not watching the news at all. Just literally give it up. Do not support these organizations. Let it die. The legacy news needs to die. It's just trying to survive. It needs to die. Find independent news sources. Uh, think for yourself. Think criti 
quickly take in information and say, do I agree with this? Rather than just listening to some guy that you like on TV talking and then adopting his or her worldview. That's not how you get critical thinking and good ideas. Good ideas are only good because they've been challenged and vetted. Do not spread fear and propaganda and hysteria. Fight it back with every ounce of your being. Fight it back publicly. Fight it back privately. Fight it back in your organization. Do not give oxygen to the flame of bad idea. Starve it out. Starve bad ideas out while giving oxygen to good ideas like constitutional rights. And quotes such as, those that give up essential liberty for security deserve neither liberty nor security. Paraphrasing, of course, I missed out a few words there. Quote George Washington, cite history. Look at what happened in Nazi Germany. Look at what happened in Stalin and Lenin, Soviet Union. Look at what happened in Mao's China. Understand history, promote it, share it with people. Ask objective questions, challenge bad ideas. Have nuanced conversations. Do not perpetuate dogma. Do not yell and scream and call names. Do not put labels on things. That is all part of the problem of human nature in our modern world, trying to struggle with these very complex ideas that our brains are not adapted for. Our brains thought we were going to be born to the savannah in the wild and have to live with like 20 or 30 people our entire life. That's it. The same 20 or 30 people forever. Yet we're in this world where we can literally reach billions and we can get billions of perspectives and opinions and whatever. A lot of them not well vetted. A lot of them based on nonsense. A lot of them trolling. A lot of them completely and utterly ass backwards. You can see how the complex world we live in today might be counterintuitive to progress. I used to think the internet was the greatest invention of mankind. In some ways, I still do. But I now see it as our greatest existential threat at the same time. The platforms that control the internet and the media, the few big select tech companies have all this power. They're monopolies. The current iteration, the way the algorithms manipulate us and feed us out things we want to see and suppress things we don't want to see, how this leads to dogma, to polarization, this is the greatest threat to our species. Absolutely. I think even more so than nuclear war was or the Cold War or anything. This is going to be the greatest threat to our species. And whether we come out the other end, oh, I don't know. It's going to require the masses using their devices for good and not playing the game the elites have set up for them, not buying into the narratives. You have to fight back. You have to stand up. You have to use your own thoughts. You have to come to your own conclusions. Use critical thinking. Do not accept things because you've been told them. You can get more like this over at Colin.coach. Also get the long form articles that is attached to this video. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always send me an email. I'm sure you can find the links below. But go to Colin.coach, get on the AM5 newsletter, and you're going to get all the content every week. I'm putting out tons and tons of this about personal freedoms, uh, self-reliance, how to level up in today's world, and how to become really, truly secure in this very uncertain future we're moving into. I used to think I could just sit in America and I'd be fine. Now I don't think that anymore. I'm making plans to mitigate that as best as I can for myself and my family. So if you want to get more, head over to Colin.coach. Get on the newsletter and I'll see you in the next one.